miracles, concepts to Christ, with Ezra. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Course in Miracles Chanting. My name is Ezra. This chant is called Brother Forgive Me Now and it comes from lesson 342 in A Course in Miracles. The words are, Brother, forgive me now, I come to you, to take you home with me and as we go. The world goes with us on our way to God. This is a call and repeat chant, so each line is repeated, and I, I hope that you enjoy it. I pray that you enjoy it, that it is transformational for you, <clears throat> that it is helpful, that however you use it, it, it brings about uh, a transformation in your mind, a change of mind. Um, I will go through it uh, with two main points. The first thing that has been very profound for me working with this chant is that it comes from Jesus saying to us, Brother, forgive me now. In the workbook lesson, all the later lessons, half of the text in the lesson is italicized, and that's a prayer from us to the Father. And the other half of the lesson is not italicized, and that's from Jesus speaking to us. And so this part of the lesson is not italicized. It's Jesus speaking to us, Jesus saying to us, Brother, forgive me now. I come to you to take you home with me. So just to really let that sink in, that Jesus is asking us to forgive him. And I'll just go right, cut to the chase with the other point being, working with this, that I am taking that on as well to say to my brothers, brother, forgive me, I come to you. So then I am taking that perspective that Jesus has volunteered to take to say, forgive me your illusions. Forgive me all of your grievances. Place them on me. I will accept responsibility and I will ask you to forgive me. And there are two other places in the Course where Jesus asks us to forgive him uh, our the idea of sin and illusion. So one place is in chapter 19. I'll read the whole quote. It's a couple of short paragraphs. Let me be to you the symbol of the end of guilt. And look upon your brother as you would look upon me. Forgive me all the sins you think the Son of God committed. Jesus says, let me be to you the symbol of the end of guilt. Forgive me all the sins you think the Son of God committed. So we're bringing all of the, the idea that we have of sin and guilt and putting it on Jesus. And so he knows that it's going to be easier for us to place it on him and forgive him than to try to keep it in all the separated places that we see in the world. That quote goes on. This is all from chapter 19. 
Forgive me your illusions and release me from punishment for what I have not done. So that's forgiveness and that's why it could be easier for us to put it on Jesus. We can accept more easily Jesus has not done anything and we could place all the sins on him and accept the fact that it is all illusory. It's our hallucination. We can forgive him for that, what has not been done. And there's one more quote from Lesson 288. Jesus says, Forgive me then today, and you will know you have forgiven me if you behold your brother in the light of holiness. So if we can forgive Jesus all of our illusion, then we have forgiven our brother. We have forgiven everyone. When we place all of the illusion on something and let's choose Jesus and then forgive him, seeing that it has not been done. Jesus is not guilty. And so we can see our brother is not guilty. We are all the same. And here he goes on to explain that we are all the same. If we can forgive Jesus, we can forgive our brother, seeing them as the same. Because he says, he cannot be less holy than can I, and you cannot be holier than he. So this brother that maybe we could say is guilty cannot be less holy than Jesus. So he's, if we can forgive Jesus, we can forgive this brother. And I cannot be holier than he. I can't be holier than this brother that I'm condemning. So I'm not better than he is, and he's not worse than Jesus. And so we can somehow bring it all together as one, one, one blame and it's uh, the bare naked ladies. If all else fails, you can blame it on me. Blame it on Jesus. And then we can forgive Jesus and say that everything is forgiven. So that is one way to work with this chant, to, to follow what Jesus is inviting us to do and forgive Jesus. Think of everything being on Jesus and then forgive Jesus as a representative of all of us. The other way, though, as I am chanting this, saying, brother, forgive me now, I come to you, I'm looking at my brother, I'm looking at the world, saying, forgive me. And that can bring the full weight of the guilt of the separation onto you. You might embrace that, if you start saying this, brother, forgive me, it's the hoponopono technique from Hawaii of whatever a problem, a grievance may be, I say, forgive me for that grievance. So the hoponopono, he went to jails and criminals that you could say were doing something that was wrong-minded, that were, that were bad, he says, forgive me for this wrongness. Forgive me. And everything changed. So coming into the one mind that we share and saying, forgive me for all the problems within the illusion, all the problems within the world, all of your pain, I ask you to forgive me for so that is huge. You can come into a place of taking responsibility for the separation. So the first step in this would be to say, this is my illusion. 
Nobody else has made this world or illusion. I have. All the pain, all, all the sickness, the death, the, the horror, the, the most psychotic, disgusting behaviors and situations that you can imagine, I have made. I am responsible for. And that can bring on the full weight of the guilt of the world, the guilt being in front of God with all of this disgustingness and saying, I have done this. That's step one, taking responsibility. Everything, I take responsibility for, for all of it. And the next step is to say, but it's not real. It's mine, and it's not real, and that's forgiveness. I can look straight at it, not deny it, not say that it's not mine, but deny its reality. I say that it's mine, and then I say that it's not real. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, I am still at home with God. And the whole thing is a mirage. The whole thing is my hallucination. All the separate bodies that I see are not true. The one reality is this, this light of God's love that remains within my mind, that remains here, there, and everywhere, eternally present. Hallelujah. There is no problem. There is no separation. I have accepted the atonement for myself. But truly, I have accepted the atonement based on seeing what I have been identified with, seeing the world that I have made, I am dreaming, and claiming that, and then saying, it's not real. I come to you, God, and I, I release the entire thing. I'm going to leave it at that, and I invite you to allow this chant to be with you for a while and really take on those two, those two perspectives of the chant, of feeling Jesus asking us to forgive him and placing everything on Jesus, and then forgiving him all of our illusions. And also claiming that space myself, yourself also, of taking everything onto yourself and then seeing that it's not real and seeing that we're at home with God with full awareness of what we've done, apparently, with full awareness of what we're dreaming and how, how hateful it is and how painful it is and how unreal it is. Bless you. Bless you in this chant. I join you. I come into the one mind where the only place we can join, and wherever you are, here I am with you as one. Um, I, I invite you to, to let me know. I'm mostly interested with this right now. If you, if you have some experience, uh, what this means for you, this chant and these words, uh, to send me an email, ezracleaver at gmail.com. It's in the information of the podcast in each episode and in the, the main information. E-Z-R-A-K-L-I-E-W-E-R at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining and bless you in this chant. Amen. <laughs>